0: Hi everyone, welcome back to Chat, Shit, Get Fit, Chat and Supplements. This is a series where we explore the vast world of health and fitness supplementation, giving you our thoughts and of course bringing you the latest scientific data as well. This week we get all controversial and explore the world of anabolic steroids and the rest of the PED crew and that stands for performance enhancing drugs. We look at why people take these things, looking at the positives and negatives, we dive into the power of placebo their usage in sports and our opinion on it and we also have a special guest joining us later in the show who talks us through their exposure to this world and their current go-to in Clenbuterol, commonly known as Clen. So let's get into this week's episode. Hello Tom.
1: Good evening, bastards.
0: Well, that's just uncalled for, isn't it?
1: I'm sorry, mate. I apologise. We, we
0: we're never getting any Patreons, mate, if you keep oh, calling them names. I know. Is I'm that?
1: just... I'm, I'm angry. You know, in preparation for this very special episode, I've... You know, I've, I've taken a leap. I'm like a method actor. I've prepared by taking the supplements we're talking about. Have you? Yeah, mate. I've uh, been injecting the old Capri Sun. <laughs> I've been using the old Sunny D eye drops. That sounds like that would hurt. How would you feel? Well, well, after I've just said that, I could just feel my eyes burning. <laughs> but, yeah, I just feel very angry and uh, very small in the old uh, testicular area. But I do feel strong. Deadlift's gone way up there, now at the old 62.5 mark.
0: Oh, you've actually PB'd? Wow. Yep. Hang on, we need to... I'll, I'll admit it was going. with
1: wraps, knee sleeves. Oh, there we go, you've got the sound effect <laughs> in the end
0: absolutely incredible sun. I hope people are cheering on me because that's fantastic Tom six two and a half kilos he's finally done it all it took was a bit of cat-free sound bit a sunny day G- Jesus Christ does this effect stop eventually
1: or does it just I keep on going about.
0: well this is how this is how oh, passionate what's yeah, going on
1: brilliant have you got the button stuck? no it's still playing mate. right do we just wait for it to stop wait for it to stop do is it stopping have right, you got some linger-ons is It stopped there, there. We go. go. It stopped stop. there. You go. Do you know what? In hindsight, um, I always used to think, you know, when you're like at a concert and like the people just keep on clapping, and obviously the band or the orchestra, or whether they're waiting for the, the audience to stop clapping, you think, Oh, no, it's nice. They're showing their appreciation. Actually, beyond the other end of it, it's really annoying. <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> so wait for it to finish from now on. I think no one should ever clap ever, never again, never again. All right. If you go see a band, if you go to an orchestra, uh, your kids' Christmas show, just don't clap. It's really rude. Okay, then. <laughs>
0: Tom's hot take of the week. <laughs>
1: that is a hot take as well. Sorry, yeah.
0: Champ supplements back in. So I say supplements, but it's essentially drugs, isn't it, we're talking about today, Tom? We've gone to the, the dark side of the supplement world. Yeah, well, you can supplement with drugs. Oh, yeah, you can do, yeah, but I mean... If you're allowed to, it's another is another conversation, is it? Which hopefully we'll be having today, which we, we, are, we are having with someone later on in the episode with our special guest. But um, yeah, today we're talking about the world of essentially anabolic steroids, which is the main focus, because that seems to be the biggest one. We are going to talk about some of the other little ones as well, like our guest is going to come on later on and talk about Clenbuterol, or commonly known as Clen, uh, which is was quite an interesting conversation. And we're going to look at it from the point of what the science kind of says, uh, and we're going to look at it uh, from a sporting point as well because we're going to be quite pretty opinionated in that section because there's a lot of opinions when it comes yeah. to the use of PEDS, so performance enhancing drugs uh, in sports and whether they should be allowed but we'll come onto to that later in the show. But before we get into it, we are going to start with some Instagram polls uh, and these are quite interesting. Especially as we now know all their names. Yeah, we do. I'm going to start calling people out here. So I asked, have you ever taken anabolic steroids slash similar and one person said yes. Um, Ben, who was a former uh, guest on the show, Ben Chips, he said, "Yeah, no, I'm only joking." Ben, Ben accidentally <laughs> pressed pre- a- Ben accidentally pressed yes, so it is actually 96 percent of people said no.
1: Accidentally, yeah,
0: he messaged me off saying, "Oh God, no, I didn't mean to press yes." He was like, "Really?" <laughs> take late. Take Catch it out it off. the bag, Ben. <laughs> Unfortunately, Ben, I've got it here in hard evidence that you pressed yes, which means it must be true. But no, basically everybody said no. Which I'll be honest with you, even if someone did, would they press yes? Probably not. Let's be honest.
1: Did you did you purposely uh, like? place the, the poll answers where it was. So if you were try to slide left or right, they will have purposely
0: click on the, uh, the the wrong answer, let's say. Well, what people sometimes do, Tom, and these, I might have to start doing this now, but I can't do it now because people hear it, but is they instead of having the red one as no, they change it to yes, put yes on the right, and then yeah, no on the... Yeah. And people, move people get in. thrown off, and they're like, yeah. fuck. They don't realise.
1: What what I do want to ask you, Bill, is obviously uh, you have quite a lot of uh, military that follow you. Mm. How, how, how many officers, uh, you know... <laughs> How many offers? Oh got <laughs> <laughs> Admitted to sipping on the old, uh, you know, Robson's.
0: Can't go into that, Tom. That'd be um, catastrophic. But I also asked, do you think anabolic steroids slash similar should be allowed in sports? Uh, and it wasn't as clear cut as this one. There was eighty-one percent of people said no, nineteen uh, percent said yes. And I got a few points. I'm going to go through a few things here. Uh, basically, I asked people what their thoughts were. If they could just DM me, essentially. Uh, I've got a couple I'm going to mention later on because they're more relevant to certain points, but someone put gives you small testes, which is um is a common it's a common side effect people like to talk about when yeah. it comes to steroids. Do you know what the actual medical term is for that? Go on. You're
1: not allowed to laugh. Hypogonadism.
0: Fuck. Hypogonadism.
1: Hypogonadism. Google it with safe search off. Where's well, it
0: <laughs> safe search off? I'd rather not. The SWAT team kicked out of the door. Uh, someone also put I wonder who put this. Depends on the flavour
1: oh, fuck, that was me, weren't it? Yeah, it was (laughs) you. I had to think then, like, that was quite funny, actually. I realised actually that was me. Yeah, well done,
0: Tom. Yeah, you're funny. You made yourself laugh, Uh, And then someone put, really not good unless there's a valid medical reason and you're being properly medically supervised. Uh, Someone then put, do it all you want, just don't compete in a performance-based sport. Mm. Uh, Someone else put, hormones tend to work fine for most people. If so, avoid all peds. Because obviously, you can take treatment, can't you? Like the, the hormone treatment. Which you yeah. know, there's stuff on that, but obviously, we're not talking about it today. Um, someone put a steroid Olympics would be epic. Well,
1: just watch the normal Olympics, to be honest with you. Is enough <laughs> yeah, gear on the Yeah, fucking, that was <laughs> yeah, enough yeah, gear. The normal
0: Olympics, Jesus. Someone put, which I love to go into my DMs because they finish in the DMs I go after, actually. Someone said personal choice, as long as you're not on them uh, if competing uh, against athletes who aren't using them. So, obviously, if you're in a competition where it's drug free and you know you're using them, obviously, yeah, it's a bit, it's a bit of shit for them, isn't it? yeah uh, and someone else put no problem with it as long as you're not taking it whilst competing in a drug-free sport um and someone put if you don't compete do your thing just be honest uh if you compete go take your face for a shite <laughs> okay mm. uh but the, the running theme seems to be there is that if you want to compete in the sport don't take them but apart from that People aren't that bothered. Yeah. And we are gonna come on to our, our opinions on it in sport uh, later on. Um we did get another one here, I'll quickly mention this one as well. Uh they someone put but in sports, half of the entertainment is the talent slash skill, slash technique, slash hard work, slash incredible athleticism on show. Start using peds, then it's no longer you. Um I get obviously that point of view. You're obviously getting aid, aren't you, from a magic pill, so to speak. Sure, if I jumped on peds, I still wouldn't beat usain bolt, but I still feel it detracts from the competition. So there what people sort of said, uh, as we said, we'll give our thoughts on sports specifically later on, but we're going to go through and basically talk about what all these things are. So we'll start with, uh, with uh, you know, why do people take these? Things? Actually, before we do that, Tom, do you want to give us a quick rundown on what an alibox yeah, steroid actually yeah. is?
1: Um, I mean, first of all, I want to preface this by saying this is actually a topic that I'm not as knowledgeable on as uh, other things I like to think that I am knowledgeable on. Well, if that's no. the case
0: then, guys, just fucking switch off go listen to something else. Oh, we met well, state, I yeah, was yeah. about we're to give you a conspiracy, out, out but you can go fuck yourself now. But we're, we're, about, we're, we're out our depth.
1: <laughs> but, uh, you know, carrying on. So in regards to anabolic steroids in particular, so first of all, there's loads of different derivatives when we talk about steroids. A, a steroid isn't just a steroid. You get oh, – there's a whole variety of the fuckers to the point where, you know, even some researchers have kind of said that even they are unsure now of what bodybuilders are taking because there's so many fucking different derivatives out there. It's just like a cocktail of all kinds of shit. But when we talk about anabolic steroids, if I was to simplify it as possible like what the mechanism is, that like what happens here. So for the people that have done like their level 2 and level 3 PT courses or those that kind of know their biology a little bit, myosin and actin, which is basically like the the filaments in muscle fibers that causes the contractions, etc. Steroids is basically helping the creation of yeah myosin and actin which primarily is what can kind of why muscles increase in size you know with anabolics does help with strength as well it gets a little bit more complicated which i'm sure we'll go into later on but yeah that is the primary thing with steroids it basically increases muscle growth increases muscle strength by basically yeah Creating or producing, rather, these myosins and actins, the filaments of the muscle fibers.
0: Well, essentially, it's trying to mimic the effects of male testosterone, isn't it? Yeah, pretty much. It's it's a synthetic, synthetic hormone, basically. That's basically what it is. Technically,
1: it it is a supplement.
0: (laughs) Yeah, 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 technically, isn't it? I suppose. Um, Normally, when we talk about anabolic steroids, we talk about like people tend to inject them. Yeah, and there are reasons. There are reasons for that. Um because uh, we'll we'll quickly touch it now essentially because I mentioned it or well, I mentioned it later on as well when we have a um quick chat with someone else is that you get some of these oral supplements and then you get the injection ones. And the reason people prefer to take injected one is that the oral supplements potentially cause more harm to the liver and the liver actually struggles to sort of process these oral supplements more, so there's more chance of damage. But then again, you've obviously got the caveat to that as well, injecting yourself with something is also yeah. very problematic.
1: Air bubbles, you're putting a foreign object into yourself pretty much.
0: But what once it's in, it's less it's less dangerous once it's actually in because it's gone directly into the bloodstream.
1: Plus considering that, you know, it is pretty much illegal to get hold of, you know, um, unless it's like pharmaceutical you've got one like the characters you're buying these things from yeah, have the syringes have the needles been cared for properly have they been sterilised properly it's not like you're going and buying your steroids from Holland and Barrett now is it yeah. you know <laughs> instead you're getting it from fucking dodgy Dave from uh, yeah the gym changing room God knows where the needle's been yeah. or where the actual anabolic has been produced so yeah it's it's, it's a double-edged yeah there's a bit of a nuance here isn't it?
0: even with these problems you're talking about Tom like people still take them and there's, there, are, there yeah. are a few reasons why so it's normally done in a cycling fashion because in sports especially where people have got to cycle on and off to fit around drug tests essentially is why so many people fucking seem to get away with it in sport um, but the, the, the reported yeah. benefits of taking uh, you know anabolic steroids for example is we've got things like decreased recovery time increase in muscle size reduction in body fat increase in red blood cell prote- uh, production so that essentially means you can get more oxygen transported around which obviously in turn increases your performance Performance, you get a constant pump as well. So, yeah, it's something I've read as well. That basically, essentially, you have like a half pump all the time, and then when you do train, you get even more of a pump than you would normally. Which is why you get that more of a jacked appearance. I suppose you can obviously train. It's, there's a lot obviously yeah. physiological going on as well. um But it's yeah, bit a, basically more of a pump, um, and it's typically taken in six to sixteen week cycles. So reading all that, it sounds fucking. I mean, it sounds incredible, doesn't it? When you read that list of stuff, you think, wow, this is good. What, what what's going on there? But then again we're going to come on to this that we spoke about on the placebo nocebo episode that even me telling you all that stuff there is that even the thoughts of steroids actually could give you a boost in the gym. Yeah. Um, I'm going to quickly touch on a paper we spoke about on the placebo one and then Tom's got another one I think you you found earlier as well which goes more into yeah. the, the placebo stuff. Um, so we actually spoke about this one on the placebo and no episode and that was titled The Placebo and no Effect on Sports Performance a Systematic Review. Um, and what actually this wasn't specifically on steroids but it actually found that the placebo effect is larger if someone thinks they're ingesting a banned substance such yeah. as anabolic, anabolic steroids or EPO and it was really interesting because on the little charts that on there we'll probably put some charts in the um, the Minecraft library on our Patreon if you want to have a, have a yeah. look at that but basically the, some of the charts they, they give a real clear indication of different supplements and banned substances like steroids it was quite high up there. Bearing in mind these is all these these pills are nothing. The things that people were taking were literally nothing. But when they thought it was a banned one, yeah, mm. performance did, did increase. But then, Tom, you've got some more actual specific stuff as well.
1: I mean, yeah, this was like really, really interesting to look into. I mean, first of all, we're not saying that it's only placebo. That is just silly business. You know, there is a physiological effect from steroid use. But it goes to show that placebo still plays a massive part in it. I mean, uh, in fact, I just found a couple of papers on this pretty much the same subject here, Bill. And this one goes all the way back to 1974 by Ariel. With Elle, and basically what they had was they had athletes and they basically said to these athletes, we're going to give you some legal steroids and we're going to give them to you for free. And the thing is, these were already trained subjects as well. So it's not like we can say, oh, well, this is all down to newbie gains here. Whatever happened here, is simply because we've got novices and put them in a lab and got them to fucking bench press or whatever but no these were actual trained people and as we kind of know the more trained you are the harder it is to actually gain strength as time goes on it comes along in incremental points however what they did was they gave people these steroids um so anyway, what they did was for seven weeks they had people, uh, they had these trained athletes train, um, and in combination they put on 22 pounds onto the overall lift. So it was bench, seated press, military press, and yeah, the squat. Then what they did was they gained the other group and told them, "We're going to put you onto the steroids now." And what they did was they told them they was giving them 10 milligrams a day of Dianabol. When all it was taking was like sugar pills, placebo, I'm not exactly sure what it was, was in the pill.
0: That's a D-Bowl for people who might more commonly known as D-Bowl, that, that, that drug in particular.
1: Basically, came some candy. It wasn't actually D-Bowl. Uh, they put them on four weeks more training. So, less than seven weeks, only four weeks. In just four weeks, they put on a combined total of £100 for the exact same list they just did.
0: That's fucking outrageous, isn't it? <laughs>
1: yeah. So, at first, seven weeks of training. They put on 22 pounds on the total of their lifts when they thought they were just training naturally. When they were given these sugar pills, these placebo pills and told, look, this is fucking D-Bowl here, you know, crack on. In nearly half that time, they put on 100. That's that's ridiculous. Just simply through the thought process of placebo.
0: Just those them two papers alone, just just we I mean we if you haven't heard the placebo and no episode I definitely go recommend giving it a listen just because we kind of go more into it. But yeah, that them numbers will be when I saw those earlier, those it's staggering to show that just by yeah. telling someone, you know, this is gonna fucking this is gonna sort you out of this and it actually made a massive difference. It just shows you how powerful the mind is.
1: And the thing is, like there was a second paper that kind of confirmed the same thing. So uh yeah, a paper in two thousand, there's no way I'm gonna pronounce this right, McGaneris. Ma- ma- ga- naris- no I think that was right actually sounds Greek but yeah these once again trained athletes so yeah, can't put that down to newbie gains either and these were powerlifters so yeah deadlift bench squat the old SBD, my favourite mm. but yeah like uh, in total they put something like so don't quote me on this but it was something on the lines of like between like 5 and 10 kg extra on top of their current PRs when they was told that they was uh, yeah being given like anabolics However, once again, placebo pills, are not actual anabolics. It was just sugar pills, and then the funny thing is, I say funny, it's quite tragic, really. When they was told afterwards, oh look, by the way, it was just placebo, their strength levels actually plummeted all the way back down to baseline, which was all yeah. As I said, that's strange, isn't funny. it?
0: Because <laughs> in a way, you would almost think in your head like, oh wow, so I did that without the aid of things. That means I know what I'm, I know what I'm capable of. I know that I can actually pull this off. But the fact they've afterwards had such a downer it's just it's it's interesting isn't it maybe the subconscious has taken a, a hold there well what have you then done to
1: someone first of all you placeboed them you've told them you were being given a legal drug that are going to make you strong you placebo them but what have you then done by saying ah, i'm afraid that was nothing we gave you it, it i suppose it depends on your mindset i mean if you see it as a negative you've then placebo yourself which is the opposite so then you're going to have a detrimental effect it was super interesting super weird and uh yeah i can't help but kind of laugh a little bit that it went back to baseline it is tragic but it goes to show you like it's just funny how absurd it is the power of psychology the power of the mind and like your belief process of what you're expecting is absolutely crazy
0: we'll move on to some of the other ones then some sort of well-known uh, drugs in this space and give you sort of a quick outline uh, so we've got psalms as Helmin. well, oh. well yeah, different episode mate that'll be um that'll be a patreon exclusive I think. yeah uh-huh. i'm not demoing
1: <laughs> that <Yeah. laughs>
0: uh psalms is a selective androgen receptor modulators uh, and they're a novel class of androgen receptor ligands they are intended to have the same kind of effect as androgenic drugs but be much more selective in their action allowing them to be more used than those of anabolic steroids so that basically means is that they're safer than anabolic steroids that's essentially what it means is that they're supposed to be safer i've got a couple to say a bit later which is quite funny about psalms in particular um but yeah essentially similar thing but as i just said there because of the way it works, it's potentially not going to do as much damage. We've then got tren. It's known uh, to be fucking like ruthlessly effective. Like, I mean, it actually yeah. does the, does a job, but it's toxic as fuck essentially. Um, <laughs> uh, and it's only basically to basically be used a couple months at a time. And this is obviously where we come into issues, which we we'll come to more about the safety of it. Is that when things are only meant to be used for a certain amount of time, people chase the fucking thrill, they chase the performance gains, they go over what's recommended, because this is toxic as fuck. Game over essentially.
1: Trend cycles is uh, the most common meme you'll see in regards to yeah,
0: anabolics. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Um, well, it's actually called trembolone. It's also known as lone or Trenbolone. There's fucking all sorts of names there. Um, and it's actually used. So it's actually a steroid used on livestock. That's actually its actual use. Um, it's basically to increase their yeah. muscle growth and appetite for a cow, for example.
1: Uh, do you know what? I know it's going to sound horrendous, but you can actually Google cows on trembolone, and it is a terrifying thought process. <laughs> Bearing in mind, these, these cows <laughs> don't train either. No, they don't, yeah. These cows are just taking Tremblone, which kind of milks a study we'll talk about later, Bill. They, they aren't exercising, but they're being given... they get stacked. S- s- uh, ...severe amounts of Tremblone, and they are stacked. Can you imagine if we taught cows how to bench press?
0: <laughs> so if, yeah. If you, I mean, you see pictures of some cows, and they are actually... Pretty, you look at the legs, like the thighs and that, and they're fucking All right, ripped Bill, on they they? fucking like. hell. Trust a vegan to get all sexual with it. You trying to someone have sex with cow What are you trying to say? Well, is trying to say? Well,
1: not, this is exactly like the saucy goose all over again.
0: Oh, don't bring the fucking su- this the saucy like goose. The saucy goose. You the and salty. your goose. Oh, here we and go. Now
1: it's you and your cows. Now, the bovine community ain't safe now. First oh, up up to the poultry com- community. community. Now it's god, the
0: bovine. That's, <laughs> that's a throwback. Throwback to when all them cows got killed in the Rangers.
1: Oh god, yeah. Imagine if they had been able to deadlift. They would have oh, caught they, those uh, artillery well,
0: shells or whatever it was. But they kill when on trend, were they?
1: No, they weren't. Army would have been fucked otherwise.
0: So yeah, that—that's basically its normal use. Um, but they obviously are very powerful. And to highlight that, I've actually seen something of um, cows really on la- the trend. The- <laughs> well, the cows are affected. They got fucking destroyed, didn't they? Yeah, true.
1: <laughs> Maybe they were Argentine. Who knows? Oh god, here we go. They were conscript cows.
0: Uh, something else I saw, though, about Trend to show that it's sort of how effective it was, uh, you know, bovine community aside, was there was actually a guy who started with a bench of 315 pounds. Um, and Tom's just disappeared. Where have you gone, Tom?
1: Sorry, man. I was thinking about the conscript cows. <laughs> Why is that so funny? Because conscript I was cow. definitely not going to make a Bill Grano joke. Oh, for God.
0: There's already been one podcast fucking banned this week. There that was an that oh, admin no. personnel on it. We don't want to lose all our Argentine followers. God, we don't want to get another one banned as well. it out. Right. I'll start a bit again. We're going to have a, a behind-the-scenes bit fucking an hour long at this rate. Uh, something to sort of add on to more of how, you know, ruthlessly effective this, you know, drug is, is that I actually read something that a guy, basically, he was on a bench of 315 pounds, and after just one month of Tren, he pulled off a 405-pound bench. Fucking hell. Which, if you think about that in terms of, like, the amount of, like strength gains after a month that's outrageous yeah. that is and that's what I mean it is when you think thing is if you see gains like that taking something like that you're going to want to keep taking more of it so you're going to get to a couple of months you're going to go you know what I want to keep going up but the problem is your body can't handle it you know, it can't handle that toxic substance in it for that long. And this is this is obviously where we get into more health issues and how about you need to know what you're doing, you need to be in the right bubble before you can take it and stuff. Um, we'll move on to next, the next one, D-Bowl, um, which is one that Tom mentioned in that placebo study. Um, essentially, what this does is it puts a lot of water into the muscles, which increases your strength. Essentially, there's obviously a lot of reasons for it so going to go That's basically what it does. It makes you feel pretty big as well. And it goes makes you feel good. There's a lot of reports of a euphoric sensation of taking it, which is obviously a good, you know, this is this is why people get addicted to drugs in the first place but the main reason it's used is basically because it's cheap um it's pretty cheap as fuck essentially and it's really easily available like i actually know quite a few people it sounds really bad from the military and i shouldn't know people who take it but i you know there's people out there that i know <laughs> quite a few of Who Bowl is the one that comes up because of how cheap it is and how you know easily available it is um this episode really should have waited until you was out <laughs> I'm not. On, I'm not on any of this stuff, mate. I had a CDT the other week. Fucking you know
1: supergrip. I mean? gl- oh yeah, I forgot about that.
0: Yeah, so I've got nothing to fear, mate. I was there, dick out, pissing in the pot. I was ready to go. No, no issues with me. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so that it's obviously really available. There are a lot of side uh, side effects, as with all of these drugs. The main ones seems to be bloating, but that comes down to that water thing I just mentioned about a lot of water goes to the muscles, adds aids that bloating sensation. But you know, if you're aware of these side effects, then it's not an issue. And you look at you got to look at it. What is it? risk first, reward I suppose and the next one is clen clenbuterol. so it's basically it's medically used for people with breathing conditions essentially but athletes will kind of use it as a way to burn fat pretty rapid and just pack on lean muscle essentially and that's why it gets quite on the bodybuilding um, area and what we're going to do now is we're going to take a little diversion of the podcast that we've never done before we're going to have a little bit of a call in from, from a special guest that we probably teased uh, earlier on
1: from my local dealer
0: from our local we need to be careful a it's going to make us really <laughs> really suspicious there we don't even do anything right now we've actually got a guy on um good friend of mine which makes it even worse now but uh, he's basically someone who's uh he's been you know he's been exposed to some of this stuff you know he he, he currently takes uh um not all the time though she's going to come on to and he's basically going to just for the next 15 minutes she's going to hear him talk, talk about his experiences what his opinion is on it um and maybe a bit of advice as well on how he takes it and how if someone was listening and maybe he thinks, oh, I want to take some fucking clen, maybe they could uh, listen to that advice, but yeah, we'll, we'll go into that now. Hello, Brooksy. Welcome to the show.
2: Thank you for having me. I'm finally here.
0: He's finally on the on show. The big, on the big screen. On a very controversial topic. <laughs> the magic pill. <laughs> the, the magic pill. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Yes, yeah, so we've, uh, we've got you on today, mate, because you've obviously got a bit of experience in you know, some of this area, specifically um, Clen, Clenbuterol, which is something we've, uh, we're have we talking about today. Um, and I thought it'd be good because myself and Tom have never really been exposed to it, just to get your sort of perspective on it, how it's impacted you, how you found it, kind of why you got into it, and maybe the, the just the wider that the wider usage of it because obviously you've got the sporting use and then you've got the use you use it for is more of a recreational use I'd say you're not going into any sporting competitions anytime soon are you?
2: No definitely not no definitely not yeah so um, first off I'll just sort of say why um, so I've always wanted to give sort of steroids a go whatever sort of form and as we all know on this call steroids is a very it's a big branch okay there's a multitude of different steroids okay um, and for me Injections are a big no-no. Anyway, I don't really want to. There's too many things that can go wrong, and like you know, if you're injecting yourself, you can have whether it be a, a bubble in, in the sort of liquid, or I don't want to trust anyone else doing it. You've got the hygiene of the needles and all that sort of stuff. Um, so I started doing a little bit of research, um, and I come across clemudrol. So obviously, it was primarily used for um, treating asthma. Um it widens your blood vessels, allow more oxygenated blood to get around the body, that sort of thing. So another uh, a side effect of it, which I read, which is it heats up your core body temperature, just a couple of degrees. All right, sketchy stuff, I know. <laughs> um, now, I'll first off say it is not some magic pill where if you take, you will get shredded. You have to work. And this is the big thing, which I mean you've spoke about other message before. Um, it's very controversial in a sense where people, you know, I've spoke to people about it and they've said, well, surely if you just put the work in, you would get there eventually. Yes, I'm not disputing that at all. You can get shredded without these sort of tablets. Um, so, yeah, so I've done a bit of research, found a guy, threw a guy, through a guy, um, and I purchased some. Um, pharmaceutical grade Clenbuterol, 40 milligrams a tablet. Very small tablets. How much was that in money? How much was that money worth? Twenty. So twenty-five pound is like is one box. All right. And I think uh, there's, how many did you get in them? Um, fifty tablets. So what's the serving size then? So the, the, serving, the size. serving size. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it totally depends on the way you cycle it. Um, I've read so many articles online with different sort of. There's loads of ways you can. Um, You know, they say about about creating when you're meant to load and all that sort of thing. So um, the one that i found, so I've done two different cycles now, which I I will explain. Um, I read online, what you do is on day one, you take one tablet. On day two, two tablets. Day three, three tablets. So on and so forth until you hit your seventh day, all right? You don't take any more than that. Now, there's a lot of negative side effects, all right? insomnia is a big one so that was one i suffered with quite badly in the recent cycle it was like i was wide awake like no amount of melatonin tablets that i took it doesn't matter when i went to bed i switched everything off physically could not sleep so that's a really bad side effect of it um the shakes is another big one that's quite a bad one um and sweating all right now when i mean you sweat Mm. it is ridiculous like i've sent you a photo i went into the gym and done some you know, basic compound lifts, it was, I was only in there, and it was a commercial gym, so it wasn't like a sweat box, I wasn't in a hoodie with a hat on, it was me in a t-shirt, and I was dripping, like <laughs> dripping, it's ridiculous. So that's the, the first sort of way I've cycled it. Now, if you have any negative side effects that are too um, too hard to handle, all right. Th- what every single person says online is immediately sort of stop what you're doing, Like, relax, say, if you're in the gym, immediately stop if you feel like you're going to pass out, sort of thing. Sit down, take on plenty of fluids. Um, As we've also spoke about, you normally up your fluids anyway, because I'm sweating so much. Um, And you reduce your tablet by one, all right? So you're not actually meant to just cut off them straight away. You're actually meant to come up and then come back down, sort of in a pyramid. Say, for example, if you're on day five, so you're on five tablets and you're starting to get a bit it's starting to get a bit too much for you all you do is the next day take four tablets continue on your course you're only meant to do two weeks all right i think that's why they are quite strong and they are you know the the, the effect of them are quite um or the side effects are quite strong is the simple fact that it's only meant to be um a big. two
0: week cycle yeah a two-week cycle um that's do the liver as well. Do you think? Because I know a lot of these, like oral sup, but like I say, supplements, but like these oral uh, drugs, almost. I know they can do quite a lot of damage to the liver if taken in high yeah. doses for a long period of time. Is that is that is that something? Because I don't. Does it say on the actual chlormineral packaging only two weeks, or is that just something that in the wider used, user community is that people have recommended?
2: Yeah, it's it's more of a. I've never actually been. I've never read. Anything that's is in on the packaging, there's not an awful lot on there to be honest. Yeah. Um, I, you're not really meant to take them for what I've taken them for, of course
0: not. No. Um,
2: yeah. Um, I believe if they, if they were to be prescribed by a doctor or something, I don't really know. I don't really know how you would be prescribed them, and what's like, I don't really know whether you would get through a GP. I don't really know. Um, so yeah, that's every article I've read. It's just like two weeks, and then whatever time. So see, if you you can only do it for a week, if you wanted, it, it's you know, but i found, you know, getting up to that first week, you don't see a lot of change anywhere. It's the second week where it's like, right. it's ridiculous. Like, you wake up in, a, in your bed in a puddle of sweat. Um, yeah, it's 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 quite sketchy, but once you've done it once, I know this sounds so stupid to say, but once you've done it once, the second time around, you kind of anticipate it. You know what to expect. So the first time I took a, just like a lot of things, I was quite stupid with it. I was like, oh, I'll be fine, like... My heart was hurting, and I was like, "Nah, that'll be fine. I'll just take another pill the next day." Whereas the second time around, I was like, "No, you need to stop. You need to slow down. You need to, you know, um, drink more water. All that. Like, you should drastically increase the amount of water that you were drinking." Um, yeah, with with I one hundred and ten percent. I love seeing the people that I've taken them in the work because I always get that same look. Oh, fat trippers. What is it? A grenade tablet?
0: Well, no, it's oh, not. It's a bit, bit, it's, a, it's a bit more extreme than a grenade. Yeah, tablet, I'm like <laughs> it,
2: it's it's pharmaceutical grade clembuterol. Me actually um, now, but I'm a firm believer in. I, I think I'm never going to lie to anyone and say I haven't taken it. Now, when I'm and I've showed you pictures of us when I was in incredible shape. I was it was ridiculous. Like my my body, it would take me so long to naturally get to where I was. Especially, I'm not a tall lad. I'm not. Do you know what I mean? I'm not some absolute maniac in the gym, um, but it definitely helped the process. I, I can't, couldn't, like, I would recommend people to take them, and I've always said that. People have asked, can you get me? Some have had friends that have said, can you get all of some for us? But I've always said I refuse to, to get them unless you've done your research. I've done a lot of research in it before in terms of the side effects of it, so I expected to get the shakes. Now, when I say I got the shakes, it was, un- I almost felt empty. Like, inside, I was running on fumes, but endless amounts of food, I was still empty. Um, You know, at one particular time, I had to be helped somewhere by a friend to get food because I was that hungry. Uh, And I was like, I am literally, like, it was, yeah. Um, However, I don't see the issue with it. Personally, I don't see the issue with steroids. If they're taken safely, taken correctly, if you don't compete with them, I'm never going to compete. So what's the difference between me not taking them and you know, speeding up the process by a good
0: few months. A good
2: few months,
0: I get your point of view because as I said, it's, it's basically an aesthetic drug, this one, isn't it? but it's, yeah. it's mainly to pack on lean muscles, isn't it? So you look, tri- yeah, that's why it gets into the bodybuilding space, isn't it? Because they obviously want to look good, but then when people compete with it, then that's, obviously that's a different conversation. Exactly. But
2: like, I could see a lot of swear words towards those people because it's cheating, essentially. It's and I'm not like condoning that at all, definitely not. But I feel like for me. I'm going to take it and I'm going to feel good about myself and the simple fact that when it kicks in it's so quick like two weeks so then you think you have four weeks off because you do double the time off. You jump on another course for two weeks um, and you'll be an incredible... You do that before summer and you'll be threaded
0: for the end. Like, so is, is this a seasonal thing for you then? Is it something you'd only do before summer and then you just go yeah. up it for the rest of the year sort of thing? Or?
2: Yeah, definitely and I think that's why it's kind of... And I know we've spoke about this before. I'm... I would never take it all year round because I know the side effects you receive during those two weeks. It's not worth it for the rest of it. Probably will have some long lasting effect on your, on your body if it was to be continuous. Um, you know, it's one of those things that I think I'll always take leading into summer. I'll never lie about. I'll always, you know, know right, okay, tonight I'm not going to sleep. The next night I'm not going to sleep. But I'm also the next day not going to drive my niece anywhere because I'm going to be tired. I'm potentially going to walk to the gym. These are the sort of things that I've done like the second or third time around.
0: Yeah. So, so you kind of, you've got that experience of it because I think the, the issue people run into is that they're chasing that aesthetic mm. and they end up going too, they go too overboard or they'll just like worrying about that. They work not have the four weeks off, they'll do the two weeks on and they'll go, you know what, what's the third week going to be the harm of it? Next thing you know, yeah. they're, in, they're in hospital bed because they fucking, they're, you know. And,
2: and definitely, and that's why, that's why it's got a bad name. And I, I always try and, you know, like, I have. These conversations with people, and I've spoke to friends, and they're just like, "Oh, it's the bog standard one. Oh, is it going to shrink everything? No, no, like that. It's it's like I've I've read a, a thing um, the other day about creatine making you bald, and I'm sat there, I'm like, <laughs> oh, yeah, Do you know what it is? All, so some some blokes just probably had a shit hairline, and he's blaming it on the fact that he's took <laughs> that creatine
0: every single yeah, day, he's cor- like it's correlated creatine, yeah,
2: yeah. He's just went, oh well, it's that like." The way the way I look at it, it, and it's my view on a lot of things, and we know each other quite well, so you know my views on on stuff. I wouldn't go into a bar, or I wouldn't go to the shop and neck a bottle of vodka and then not expect to be drunk. So why on earth would you pop 20 of these pills and not expect to be in shit state? I, do you know what I mean? It's the same with, with any kind of recreational drug. Like, And my view's on exactly the same on that. It's education, and that's the biggest thing. It's the fact that you you see... These you see these as a quick fix. That's what they are, a quick fix. But if you don't know what you're doing with them, it can lead to really serious health issues. And I hate the likes of these Instagram influencers that have got a few you know million followers and they show you to do a bicep curl with your arm. This way instead of this way, and I'll give you a biceps the size of mine in two weeks. Well, you're talking absolute wet beans, mate. You just juiced up. It's
1: definitely not the clean attention. the <laughs> like, tech. I mean, I, I, the way they're, the way they're doing it exactly. A <laughs> I'm sat there going
2: like, oh, mate, yeah, so Arnie's have definitely got your shoulders that big, haven't they? Like, do you know it's
0: mm. and because you're being honest with it. Whereas some of these influencers, they're not they they sell products based on their look, but they're not honest with what they're actually doing.
2: Exactly, and that, and it's the the other the other reason why I, I, I think. There's no need to take it. I should have mentioned this before because it sort of ties in. Is you're in such a good shape when you get off these tablets. Like, if you lose it. Like, for me, when I when I um, I went traveling for six weeks. All right, so it was living it up. Pints, pints, pints all day. Diet went straight out the window. So I lost, you know, the all the work that I put in. Um, prior and I think it's so easy to maintain once you're at that level and I see like people see this as just like it's a stepping stone for me that's what it is and I just think don't I don't really see the issue with them I know there's a lot of dud ones out there I've taken Grenade Tom's before. And if you act, like, I actually, I'm, I'm pretty sure you've mentioned it on... Um, a Fat podcast. Burners
0: episode, probably, yeah. I think we mentioned it. Yeah, that. and it was on yeah, about... Yeah, you know, T- Tom's got, got it. to be on but... Yeah,
2: and it's got, it's like, what is it in there? It's like orange co- orange coffee, orange tea, green tea. Yeah. Hmm. And I'm... A bit of black pepper. But yeah, <laughs> I'm sat there going, I've got all that in mean, my mum and dad's ki- kitchen. I'll just put in a pint of water and neck it. Like, if it was that easy, um, I think that's why these work,
0: because they're not designed to do that. It's just the side effect that you will well, be most quick. most of these most of this stuff that these drugs are they 're not even designed for what people take they 're designed for other things, but people yeah. realize oh if actually if I take this it 's actually doing something else. And the next thing you know, people are taking it. It's not been regulated, obviously. And then, as you said, if you know yeah. what you're doing, I think that's the something I heard about another guy talk about. He was saying that if you don't know anyone who's taking what you want to take and you're not in that inner circle, stay away, because you'll have no yeah. idea where to get it from. You could be getting the completely wrong product for what you think. You could be having the wrong doses. If something goes wrong, you've got no one to talk to because you've got no one who else takes it. So, basically, yeah. said, if you're not in that circle already, don't bother. said, so you're not going to yeah. be it. You can't do hundred- it. Leave it alone.
2: could not agree with you more. And I think... It, it helped that I've got like a lot of friends who are you know within the fitness industry or like uh, have done things in the past, I'm not naming any names um have done things they've done this before and they said look, expect to you know go from drinking five of these a day to ten of these a day or do you know what I mean like because you will need it they will they have told me you will shake like a shitting dog the entire day regardless of how much food you eat that's just the fact that your body is hanging out i think that's a game why the cycles are so short why i actually couldn't find any sort of long lasting side effects because i don't think anyone in their right mind would like it I, it's so bad for you yeah
0: because um, cause the short-term stuff's quite intense that you wouldn't want to do it for any longer than a couple of weeks the, the
2: the 14 days for me is like it's not like and i think the another sort of negative to it is you know it's not until you get onto like Day six, so you're taking six of them tablets um that you start to feel stuff You you it's it's almost a placebo effect where in the first few days you're like oh my god i'm i'm gonna like I'm feeling certain things, but you're not you're really not it's just your mind playing tricks on you yeah, and right. you know and I also think with a lot of them with fat burners in general like it is a massive placebo effect. people think like because they're taking it they're gonna get shredded, and I think if you're not in the trainer mindset and you don't want to get I know fine well. I'm never going to bench 140 kilos. I know I'm not right. Not without doing something to me body or putting something in there. However, because I'm quite a smaller lad, I know I can be, I can be shredded and it's almost a placebo effect for me because I'm taking it. So I want to go to the gym because it's, oh, I'm wasting money. If I'm wasting money, if not, if, <clears throat> if I, so, so that cycle, that was like um, two lots of, so that's four weeks, right? That cycle that I've got there and I take it and I go, for example, I've, I've there's three quid's worth of them tablets. Well, why have I just, you wouldn't just throw three pounds away, would you? So you get in your car, you go to the gym, you train.
0: Almost like, it's almost like a pre-workout for you then, isn't it?
2: Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, but then I've had the argument with people and they say, well, if you just had the motivation to go to the gym anyway, well, I do have the motivation to go to the gym because I train every single day of my life. You just want to look better. <laughs> I just want to be I just want to not I just don't want it to to hurt when I train abs because I've already got them. I don't want it to, do you know what I mean? I I don't want to if I can cheat to get there, I'm going to cheat to get there. <laughs> I'm not but I don't am but I don't He's in, Yeah, but I don't stand there on stage and go, look at me, I'm fantastic. I'm not selling a dream to people. I'm not selling a, a an image on a platform of saying if you eat this for six weeks, then you'll look like me. No, mate. Pop one on the first day, two on the second day, three on the third day, four on the fourth day. <laughs> like that's. But I'm, I'm honest about it. I'm not gonna. It's my body. It's my life. Also, at the same time, if I if I hurt myself, I'm the only person to, to blame. I should have done the research. I should have noticed the fact that for, um, my heart was hurting or my heart was beating too quick or whatever <clears throat> and i should have done the things that i was told to do by a friend so i i don't blame anyone but myself if anything goes wrong and i'm honest with people so what's what's the issue with taking them
0: i think you've given us a good insight there brooks i appreciate you coming on mate that was a uh, quite interesting to hear from your point of view and it's good that you're like you're honest with it as well like a actual because a lot of people are very because of the stigma that surrounds things like this people are very protective of what they say uh, so mm. it's good to get sort of an open account of how you, how you found it and Sort of your, You'll your see me when with. I'm Insta-
2: when I'm Instagram famous in twenty years, and this'll come up, and I'll lose all the followers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You'll see me. Be- get cancelled. Yeah. ASAP bicep bicep Bruxy, I'll lose a million followers. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah, <I> no <know>. and- <laughs> YouTube's to be colour Fuck it. What's, <laughs> what's,
0: what's he doing? What's, what's going on? Here? Yeah. Be
2: twenty-five-year-old me saying one on the first year, two on the second year. <laughs> and that'll be it. Oh, brilliant,
0: um, that's brilliant. Uh, yeah, but cheers, dropping on mate, um, and hopefully you know we might have you on in the future again, but maybe talking about something less controversial. Who knows? <laughs> get, get
1: me on, yeah, cheers. yeah, Love no it. problem. And uh, I mean, be be expecting you know some a, a DM from me very shortly because uh I'm I'm
0: yeah yeah because um yeah Tom's stuck on a uh, 60 kilo deadlift at the moment, so this 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 oh, this could be you. a solution. I <laughs> knew
1: this was going to get brought up eventually.
0: Wow Wow, 60 kilos. I know, wow, yeah, it's huge, isn't it?
2: Yeah. yeah. Um, (laughs) All right, anyway, enjoy, boys. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for having me on. Thank you very much. Uh,
1: Cheers for sharing your experience. Thank you.
0: So that's a lot of the sort of more popular ones. There's obviously plenty more than that, but if we went through all of them, we'd basically be just here telling you about all the drugs that are available on the market, which is not what we're about. Um, so. Why are all these either illegal then or basically not for human consumption? Uh, and I say not for human consumption because essentially there are products out there which uh, they, they have to actually clearly label it. So I mentioned earlier about SARMs. Uh, it can actually be sold. You can actually go on the internet now and buy a bottle of Psalms off, you know, not website. Not like we're about- saying do that. No, no, yeah, definitely don't do this. You know, this would make, make this clear. You can actually sell But I actually found something on the, on the internet and it must actually say clearly not for human consumption. So there's a product called War Torn Labs with a Z, Stacked AF psalm blend four-way which sounds fucking mental in itself isn't it and it costs 70 pounds right you go buy this right now but on the side it says in big letters not for human consumption for research purposes only i mean for fuck's sake psalms was um
1: psalms became really popular like whew, i want to say two years ago but two years ago it was longer than that it's just because the with COVID, the years have flown yeah. by yeah I'm saying like three, four years ago, Psalms became really popular with like the prevalence of like YouTube fitness channels, et cetera. Um, especially, and it is sad, but it was mostly influencers targeting like younger, more impressionable teens and, you know, trying to hook them onto Psalms and usually as a discount code, et cetera.
0: Yeah, well, it's, clear, it's, it's yeah. clearly, it's readily available. You can go and buy it right now. Um, yeah, for research purposes. Yeah, what well- yeah. This is the problem, isn't it? That they're not fucking, they're not stupid, are they? They put that little label on, little disclaimer, but they know people are going to buy it and take it for you know performance games. Suddenly
1: you've got no responsibility. <laughs>
0: yeah, so th- that's what I meant by when I said oh, you know not for human consumption. But you know, there's obviously a lot of gain to be had with a lot of these. There's clearly a gain to be had, otherwise people wouldn't take them. You know, people would rely on them to win at sports. You know, fucking look at Lance Armstrong, for example. Fucking won all those sort <laughs> of France's. comes. Turns out he was absolutely juiced out of his fucking head for all of it. So there's obviously a reason why people are taking these things, but there's obviously got to be a downside. Otherwise, why would they why are they illegal? Why why are you not allowed to, you know, use them? There's obviously got to be a downside. Um there's a lot of reasons for this. One of it is a source, I'd say. You've got to be careful of the source because as we mentioned with uh, Brooksy in the uh, little snippet before there, is that if you're not in part of a circle or a clique that is, you know, been exposed to stuff for a long time. For all you fucking know, as as Tom said, dodgy Dave could be giving you a syringe of rat poison. Yeah. And next thing you know, you're Just fucked. You have no know. idea. Do you? how do you know? You have absolutely no idea because there's no regulation with it, and it's illegal. So you can't go and ask someone about it. You've literally got to trust dodgy Dave, you know, behind the you know in the gym showers, uh, to hook you up. So unless you're in like a little area where you've got a really close knit of guys who are giving you the good stuff and they know how to help you with it, it's a fucking minefield. So that's one reason why there's a huge downside to it, and that obviously leads on to regulation. Most of this stuff is monitored or regulated. So for all you fucking know, you could be having some random blend on there. Or if we go to another darker note, which someone actually mentioned to me uh, off-air was crime. Are you potentially funding crime as well? Because it's not legal. So it's obviously an illegal racket where they get this stuff from. So you're, you're potentially funding crime, which then could be going on to fund other stuff, which is even more sinister. Than the drugs themselves. You know I
1: mean? Ironically, it's kind of like um, the same justification in general. Why some people say like we should just legalize and decriminalize drugs it's because it actually it can actually blunt criminal, you know, uh, criminal financial gains. It's uh, it's obviously a very hot topic, and uh, maybe not something we should probably yeah. get into. But yeah, it's not something we're going to. But I
0: just thought I'd make that point. It's not something I'd be able, to, you know, make an educated opinion on really. But yeah, I understand the point of view of that because you don't know where your money's going really if you're buying something that's not legal.
1: I mean, just to tactically quickly derail from there, just because it just reminded me of something. You was mentioning Lance Armstrong earlier, and you actually reminded me of a conversation I was having a while back here with a member. Uh, at my gym and so you know like he had to return his uh his, his medal yeah. when he got found out. I remember having a conversation with someone in the gym at the time and they said they said to me Oh yeah, like didn't he have to return his bike after he got found out?
0: <laughs> return his bike. <laughs> yeah,
1: they just the conversation reminded me of that. I completely forgot about that until now.
0: Do ride my You know, like when a yeah. fucking like, like I don't know, like a police officer, in, like an American program, like give up their gun and their badge and stuff. I like, can imagine, like it's like the Tour de France. Oh, you like sure hand your to bike. Return
1: his bike. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm so sorry. Here's my bike, my we helmet. Into the, we had to walk into the committee office. You know, the stabilizers. In, sti- still in his gear. Still in his gear you know he's all running gear and he had to running gear cycling gear uh, when I say cycling I mean bike not his you know yeah. not his cycling of drugs hearts in stack yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah sure. you know and having to say I'm really sorry I'm handling in my badge my gun and my bike <laughs> <laughs> and my helmet uh, we've also got
0: we've also got other negatives as well so another really common one is high blood pressure now you obviously don't want chronic high blood pressure because that's not obviously you know, that's not that's not a bloody good thing um, see I see what, what you did there see what I did there yeah you see what I did there the good thing is though, I'm not obviously you know, saying do this. But I'm saying there's a lot of stuff which can mitigate the effects of high blood pressure. So if people know what they're doing in this space, they will tell you. If you're having high blood pressure issues, you can go to the, you know go somewhere and get you know blood pressure pills, and they'll sort you out pretty easily if you know what you're doing. Obviously, we're not fucking doctors, so you can. I mean, if I'm being honest for a second here, if you actually are on this sort of stuff and you're listening, I'm not. Uh, Hopefully not. But if you are and you've got high blood pressure, you can actually go to your doctor because even though it's illegal, it's not like... Well, they not, still have a duty of care. Yeah, they still have a duty of care. So if you went in there and said, oh, I've got really high blood pressure, it's because I'm taking XYZ to look fucking absolutely stacked from my summer holiday. They would probably be able to give you some sort of blood pressure pills to help that. they are probably told to get off the drugs in the first place, but they'd be able yeah. to help you out at the same time. <laughs> Basically, what I'm saying is they're not toys. They're not things to be taken fucking lightly. You know, It's not something you just go You think, oh, you know what? I want to look like that influencer. I'm going to go speak to Dodgy Dave in the showers and hook me up. It's not It's not as simple as that. It's not a fucking creatine. It's not creatine. You know, it's not... <laughs> I mean,
1: do you want me to kind of pull my... I'm going to win to pull my trigger on my thoughts on the whole thing. Um, I don't actually really have an issue with steroids in regards to recreational use. Um, I am worried in the sense that I don't recommend people take them for the same reason that I'm not going to, uh, you know, actively endorse fucking people to smoke Yeah, you know at the same time another thing that I'm concerned about is that it's not well regulated and because it's not well regulated you don't know where or who you're getting it from whereas if it was a pharmaceutical and it was over the counter you know and it was given to you by let's say one day it gets legalised and you can buy it just as easy as buying a protein shake it's over the counter by someone who has um, they are liable if something goes wrong yeah so there's a an obligation there for it to not be full of shit or to have a dirty needle, etc., or to simply give you the wrong advice or prescription. So yeah, I don't really have that much of an issue against it, to be honest with you. I personally wouldn't do it um, because financially I'm just not fucking rich enough.
0: Another one we've not really touched on actually is testosterone as well. So that's obviously the big one uh, and something that is pretty clear when you start taking things like this, you know, anabolic steroids, stuff like that, your testosterone will cease to naturally produce out of a certain that pretty much happens universally across across the board that they it will stop and we do get some reports of people saying it never returns like you never start producing it afterwards like once you come off this stuff I think it's more people have maybe taken it for a longer period I'm not really sure it's quite there's not really much on it in terms of it seems quite random basically if you're very unlucky you'll never produce testosterone again essentially after you come off this stuff which is obviously not a good thing um, but then normally for most people it it should come back after a little bit of time. But yeah, while you're on this stuff, because it's obviously doing it for you, your body's like, oh, okay. I won't bother then. And obviously that's an issue when you come off of it. It's going to take time to get back to those levels again. Yeah, That's something to, to, to be cautious of. Most most of the side effects you actually see online that have been reported, they seem to be quite varied. Uh, and a lot of people, actually the vast majority of people, it seems to be, they actually receive many sort of significant side effects. That's the same with the long-term ones as well. And the problem is, is because... It's obviously such a stigma of it and it's obviously, you know, illegal, is that what's pushing your face is the reports of the you know, the serious issues the 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 fucking people wrapping their beans in, you know, people dying to taking too much and which is fair enough, is that whole scare tactic thing. But if you actually look at it on a wider scale, it seems to be that if you know what you're doing, people seem to be okay.
1: Another thing to consider here is obviously we're we're talking about the side effects um in regards to when you're just taking one thing. When we look at bodybuilders that have, you know, snuffed it over the years, very rarely are they taking just one thing.
0: They stack on top Now, yeah.
1: one thing we like to say is the poison is in the dosage. So it's all very well. I was talking about testosterone and clen, and talking about all these single ingredients. But when people are running stacks and you've got one thing pole on top of another that each has its own side effect, eventually you're going to hit that toxicity threshold. So it's something to consider. You have all these people running crazy stacks. As I said, there are some research, researchers that have commented that they don't even they've not even seen half the shit that some bodybuilders are now taking. Simply because it's just, it's always something new coming out. This is the
0: issue in the sporting sense because, like in the recreational sense, like when I was talking about earlier about how most like a lot of people don't really report much or there's not on the wider scales because recreationally people don't tend to do as much. Like they don't tend to push it that far. There's be more reserved, but when you're in a sporting sense, obviously you're going for glory. You're pushing yourself a bit further. That's when you start to take risks more, don't you?
1: Well, for some people, like their 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 livelihoods, you know, rely on stuff like this, especially those that are like physique competitors, etc.
0: You know, pro bodybuilders. Yeah, it's a massive risk to take, though, isn't it? Oh yeah, uh, of course. Something it, Tom. I'm have a diggy here, mate. Um, other things that will could potentially happen from the use of these stuff is you'll get some degree of hair thinning slash baldness. Cheers for that. <laughs> most will also get hair growth in parts they probably don't care for, which is quite interesting. So, you know. <laughs>
1: the upside down effect.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. The upside down effect. Um, and then one that's actually quite common that a lot of people do associate and you probably recognise it's skin uh, degradation. So that is kind of like more pimples. So, you know, when you get like people with the acne, back, oh, for example, yeah. that's like a really common giveaway. Yeah. Someone suddenly has like a savagely... Spot monstrous
1: monstrous traps you know whilst covered in pimples
0: yeah and that yeah that is something you probably you you, you listen will have heard of and you know may have seen in your time which is not true it's actually quite a, in the circles where people take this stuff that apparently is kind of a, a pretty dead giveaway it's quite a common thing that happens is that someone suddenly gets spotty and then very you've got good.
1: to go and use the same bench press as them oh grim oh,
0: that's not very nice is it not it's nice not at all. So something I mentioned on the uh, chat, at Brooks. There, when we spoke about cleanse was the liver issues as well. So obviously that's an oral supplement, and this is something that happens with pills. It's not the injection amount of the pills is that there. So the liver will basically get into into fucking shit state essentially because it's trying to process these or, already taken supplements. And obviously when you're taking quite a lot of them, like he was saying, he was going up to what seven a day was it mm-hmm. for something that's quite fucking toxic? Yes, yeah, quite quite a lot. So your liver can, and that, that's why obviously said only two weeks at a, two weeks at a time. Um, and it's basically the same for blood lipids as well. So blood lipids is the term used for all the fatty substances found in the blood, basically including cholesterol and triglycerides, and that can have an effect on that as well. So that's, so while you might look great on the outside, basically what I'm trying to say is that on the inside, there could be a lot of damage going on without you necessarily knowing it. And that's why you potentially yeah. be taking years off of your life without you even knowing.
1: Mm.
0: And then we've obviously got the obvious one of cardiac issues such as risk of heart disease. Which is something you see quite a lot. You'll see when, um, top athletes, for example, tend to keel over and they find out they were on these substances, normally a heart heart condition which is which has happened. That's because they're taking way too much. And as Tom said, they're stacking. They're not just having one, they're stacking loads on. The heart can't take it and yeah. <sighs> Some of these guys really take it far. I
1: mean, have you ever heard of a palumboism or palumbo palumbo gut? This is more to things like human growth hormone, etc. But it's when guys are running serious amounts of stacks and, yeah, usually it's high amounts of HG- HGH, human growth hormone, and they get the old elephant gut. Yeah, it's I can't imagine like going into a box looking like that, to be honest with you. It's pretty grim. But that's just my opinion.
0: With all these side effects, though, I mean, obviously not serious ones, but some people actually do use them as a way of saying that it's working. Because having those side effects is, is a massive indication, is it? Like, okay, it's actually doing something now. I'm actually getting the benefits. And then that links yeah. with the whole placebo thing that Tom mentioned earlier. Oh,
1: great. I'm in hospital. It's working. <laughs> yeah,
0: so not not the serious ones, but, you know, the, yeah. the, the light. What well, an oxygen vibe. mask. Brilliant. Well, it's also an indication it's a real thing, isn't it? Because if you nothing happens, you, well, you might think, this is this fake? Oh, I'm dead. Great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead. Yeah, I don't want... <laughs> Cracking. I how you guys going to the series one, but yeah. Uh, like, has it casually got worse and worse. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to summarise that little bit there, it's not for me, this sort of stuff, but if you want to do it, you know, by all means, but get help. And if you're not, I will just basically say, look, to, to summarize that bit, if you're not if you're not if you don't know anyone who does this stuff already, or you're not in a little circle who does this stuff already, just stay away, don't bother, because it's not worth the risk. Like, Dodgy Dave does not need your business.
1: I wanna say Kids don't do drugs. But if you were, hypothetically, you know, um, just be careful with it, I suppose. Just go see the doctor. I don't know what to say. Is there any disclaimer? Just doctors. There's there's no way we're gonna come out of this smelling of roses. No, we're not. You know. So you might as well get a bit of clickbait out of it. Yeah, clickbait, make a good deal of that. I mean, look, we've we've pretty much made like our own supplements. on Every supplement we've spoken about so far, I know we're trained primal. Ever getting to the older uh, Psalms the old, range,
0: the old Psalms range.
1: Yeah,
0: I don't even. I've not got the balls to do that. Well, take that's, take that's the actually, brand,
1: which is actually one of side effects. Funny enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Got> no
0: balls. <laughs> I, you, didn't I There you go. Before we move on to the, the sporting section, which is going to really be the juice section, uh, what we're going to do now is we're, we're going to thank someone very special, and that is one of the producers of the uh, the podcast, and that is that is Clean.
1: Yeah, Clean, thank, thank you very much.
0: Thanks very much for being a patron. Uh, and if you want to join Clean over on Patreon, uh, you can head over to patreon.com slash csgf, where you can get stuck into one of three tiers, which will offer you know a wide range of benefits. Uh, and the big one really coming up is one we really want to get into is that, that initial tier. The initial tier is essentially the price for a cup of coffee. Um, and what you're going to be able to access later this year is a Christmas special uh, that me and Tom are going to do. And we're going to have lots of fun, lots of games, probably drinking some form of alcohol. Uh, and we want you to join us live, essentially. We use a recording software called Riverside. And what we can do is we can invite hundreds of guests, basically. And you can join in. You can chat with us while we're recording. We think it's going to be a really, really good time. So essentially, if you want to get involved with that, as well as other stuff like monthly Q&As, uh, behind the scenes access which we've had loads of this episode which obviously you won't see unless you're on Patreon then yeah come and join us uh, patreon.com slash csgf
1: and the interesting thing about that is our Patreon is a, a, a member of the law and there's us touting illegal substances so, you know it's well, good to have friends of in high, high places like,
0: yeah thank Dolce's a producer high right? places see what I did there I feel like we just fuck because technically she's listed as a producer of the show so what does that mean is she endorsing she, she endorsing what we say
1: yeah Oh, she is God. a part of the Train
0: Primal Drug Empire. I'm gonna get an email later on saying Colleen Shit. is uh, no longer yeah. a patron. <laughs> so we've gone back down to zero. <laughs> we've gone back down to zero, yeah. But uh, yeah, if you, if you want to come over, you know, it would be great to see more of you over there, basically. So we can have I mean, a not of chat. not to
1: arrest us, but yeah.
0: Not, yeah not to arrest us, but just have a chat, you know, just come yeah, come talk a to us. Be, a, be warning. Really good. <laughs> a verbal oh, I really, warning. <laughs> I really looking forward to that Christmas special though. The last one was really good when I, we had a good we had a good laugh on that. We were drinking all sorts of stuff and can I mean, games we played. but yeah. We played um Christmas foods, isn't it? We ranked Christmas foods on the ranking system, which was interesting. Did. An interesting scale. Did. It was controversial. What are we gonna do this year? What do you think we should do this year for the for the Christmas game? Uh, films. you avoid what films, music. I think we should do films. Films would be a good one.
1: I films would be an absolute battle because that would be chaos. Would be I a- imagine there's going to be a lots of you know severe disagreements about that. Like you know, Die Hard.
0: Oh god, yeah.
1: Is it That'd a Christmas good. film? Isn't it?
0: And this this is why we need you guys to come over, get on Patreon, and join us for the live show because then you can get involved with the voting system, and then yeah, then we can have more of a clear cut because it's just been me in Tom ranking these. If we get if we get actual responses, then we can maybe you might be able to influence our decisions because yeah. I already know where I'm putting <laughs> Die Hard, but that's uh, we'll save that for the Christmas special. <laughs> it's a Christmas film, but yeah. <laughs> Moving on.
1: <laughs> so we'll We we'll move,
0: we'll move on to um, we we'll move on to sports then. So it's banned so it must offer an advantage that's the whole thing isn't it they they ban them because they offer an unfair advantage but i'll be real for a second something that i want people to think about you know think listen listen critically essentially is that i think in a nutshell sport is inherently unfair isn't it if we look at professional top level sport basically i look at as natural selection because you could be born with improved genetics over someone else in an environment where that sport you've chosen excels so for example if you're born to parents who are both Olympic champions uh, in sport A for example let's just call it sport A now and you've got state-of-the-art facilities you've got the top coaches in the world training you from but training from your young age you've got all the support network around you you then into the Olympics and then you've got another athlete who's born into I don't know a poverty-ridden country loves to sport. Has you know, average coaches. You know, has some decent coaches. That's amazing. You've had
1: access to training in high altitudes. Yeah, you're born with twitch two fucking B fibres and stuff like this.
0: Yeah, you you you're already at a disadvantage because of your because of where you were born. Technically, you've got you're on an unfair advantage already. But then, if that person, athlete B, was then to take a performance-enhancing drug, they would then be absolutely ridiculed and said, "Oh, you're shame! You're getting an unfair! You've got an unfair advantage over this athlete. It's not fair! It's not fair!" It's like, well, is sport really fair?
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, you you look at that documentary. Um, it was about the Jamaican bobsleigh team. Uh, Call cool Runnings. That was it. The documentary Call cool Runnings Bill. And uh, they had, you know, the, the Jamaican bobsleigh team who had had never even seen snow before, you know, and they're expecting to compete against the German bobsleigh team who you know fucking t- training the fucking German Alps or whatever it's called, you know, that's that's unfair. You've never seen call cool Runnings, have you? No, I've never seen it. No, you, I fucking knew it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I well, should. Sure, it sounds quite good actually. It
1: is. It's not a documentary. It's a comedy film.
0: Oh, I was at a comedy. Is it's it? about oh. the
1: absurdity of a Jamaican Bobsleigh team, hence the, the satire. You can't be editing this out now, Bill. You've got that, to admit that,
0: that you didn't know what Cool Runnings was. I'm going to admit I don't know what it is, but that proves the point of what I'm saying, doesn't it? It's like, basically a joke in it, isn't it? Saying that <laughs> they, they're so passionate about that sport, but they're genetically at a disadvantage. But honest to God, like, there, there is
1: a point to me taking a the piss there, and that is that, well, pretty much exactly what you said at the beginning sport is inherently unfair. And it goes for the exact same with uh, bodybuilding. We're not all built from the same template. We have different bicep insertions, etc. Look at people like, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Fucking, you know, fantastic genetics. But we're not all built from the same template. So you can't get the same five people and say you're all from the same beginning. Let's see who can grow best it's just simply g- genetics play a massive part in it well, it's it's not no the sport. only
0: factor of course well, most sports like if you've got a certain limb length you know that that makes yeah. a huge difference to your performance like this well, what's that you're saying that they said they shouldn't compete because they've got a genetic advantage over someone else like <laughs> good friend of the show actually Sam he sent a message in reference this, uh, this particular topic uh, and he said he did a lot of research on this uh, at uni he's got mixed views on this basically he says he finds the idea of natural sport uh, a vexatious concept in this day and age My overriding feeling is we need to redefine what we mean by natural athletes. In an era of anti-gravity training equipment, low oxygen tents, a whole breadth of supplements and other advancements, I'm not sure the argument holds water that sporting contests at pro-slash-international level are about the greatest human at each event. You can't compare an athlete from a wealthy nation that has all this scientific gear to an athlete from a poor nation that has to do it all on their own without that level of input. And that's basically echoed what I just said earlier. In that it's we've got so much advancement now in this world. What how how do you compete? The thing is like it doesn't even always come down to genetic
1: advantages either. It comes down to external advantages. So exactly as mentioned there. Things like oxygen chambers, you know, um high tech, anti-gravity, etc. Uh where was it? A powerlifting it was a powerlifting competition. It might have been it was a federation in Basically, it's like an international federation, but the Africa win of it, their deadlift platform was like pallets just pushed together. So straight away, they haven't even got like an even platform. Their barbells are wonking fucked. How can they, when their numbers are going up online, how can that compete to say America, where they're training like a proper studio, where they fucking ultra leveled out the floor, etc. It's it's crazy. I know that, but when it comes to drugs as well, it is so. Easy to escape drug testing or to remain undetected in drugs
0: testing yeah. it's futile. It's it's an interesting concept. I don't. I've not got really a solution for it. Like we said, it's inherently unfair. There is no. That that is the way that life goes. All I'm saying is that the the whole attack on you know drugs and I get none for advantage. It's like well, sp- my opinion is that sport is inherently unfair. So really, I don't think it's. it's-
1: I mean, what I would say though. I still pretty shitty for someone to lie and say, yes. "Yeah, I'm natural," mm-hmm. and enter a you know a non-drug sport or version of their sport whilst win the line. But the thing is, that's always going to happen. So actually, it might be just a case now where we just say everything's now just untested. The, the, is problem what I, is.
0: The, the problem I have with that is, I, I get that point of view, everyone just says, we'll just make it freefall, we'll let it do. The problem though is, the people who are desperate to win, those people who want to be champions, do they then start taking more risks? Do they start risking their health? Are you then saying it's okay to risk your health to win a gold medal? Because That's exactly what, what, what I'm what, saying. What, what will happen is people will start to just stack on more and more. They'll be like, right, I'll come second last year, how can I come first? I'll take another... I'll take double the dose of trend this year. I'll take double the dose of clen this year. And they'll push their body. And then people will try and copy that, replicate that. And next thing you go, people are all dying because of just taking way too much of the stuff just to win. Because the cat's out of the bag, we've now just greenlit everything. It's, uh, it's a tricky bloody subject. I don't know how to I've got no solution. I'm, I'm saying those are problems and what I think of it, but I've got no solution really.
1: It's like, do we just greenlight it now and pretty much welcome the extra risks in fact, actually endorse the extra risk? Or
0: do we just say, look, it's forever going to have to just be unfair? thing is, Tom, nothing would really change really because the people at the top with all the money would still get the best stuff. They'd have the best cycles. They'd have the best coaching through this. True. They'd have the yep. money to get the best stuff. The people at the bottom would still struggle to get a hold of any. If they got a hold of it, it'd be shit. So yep. have, I don't think anything would change, mate. I think it would and still be pretty much the And the
1: Jamaican team will still be at a disadvantage financially. <laughs>
0: Yeah, exactly. I think it was even itself out, mate. You like that's a fair, yeah. that's a fair point. You have Gucci Clen <laughs> for the top ones, and then you'd
1: have yep. like Don A Clen down for the uh, sports director. Uh, Psalms. <laughs> that's what I mean. It'd just be I don't know. Jesus, you imagine that? I'd take like a whole tub, knowing their serving sizes.
0: So we've, we've said all that, right? as we've sort of alluded to, the actual world of sport is still rife with people using these bad substances. Uh, Bodybuilders are constantly getting hammered for it because if you look at the size of some of these fuckers, I mean, it's absolutely outrageous. Mass monsters. Yeah, mass, yeah, exactly. So some of it does get outrageous. And then more recently, um, with CrossFit getting bigger, as they're getting they're becoming more of a target, essentially. So, especially with a few years ago, we had an athlete called Ricky Gerard. It was his rookie year, so his first year at the CrossFit Games, which is, you know, the pinnacle of a CrossFit athlete's career. Um, and he got done after coming in third. came in third, got on the podium, took that took that thrill from someone else, and then he found out afterwards that he got done. And there's actually a documentary after, where throughout the entire documentary, he was like, nope, I'd never take anything. He goes, my family would disown me, I'm proper against it. And then the documentary obviously flipped, because they obviously knew at that point, to... Ricky Garrard has been found to have taken endurable. Um and yeah, he got banned. He's actually back now though. He's banned up, so he's now back. But I want to say a caveat to this though, is that the problem is though, is people just assume that anyone who's outrageous or otherworld otherworldly in the world of health, fitness, performance sport, it must be on drugs. It must be drugs. They've got to be on something. They can't just be outrageous that, you know, fitness, they've got, they've got to be on drugs. And I was listening to a conversation that um it was Dr. Mike Isratel. He was talking to Greg, Knuck- uh, Greg Knuckles, who you might have heard Greg. of. My boy Greg, yeah. Big Mike, big Greg. Um, and basically, they were talking about how there's there are going to be genetic outliers out there and that there are going to be people out there who will be so genetically gifted, they will get better results natural than someone could do even if they took all the drugs in the world. They could take as many fucking psalms as they want, but there's people out there who they'd never be able to beat who are doing it naturally because they're genetic outliers. Uh, and these are the sort of people who who are basically going to get the abuse. They're the ones that say, oh, you're fucking definitely on something. You're juiced out your head because you're amazing. It's like, maybe they're just better than you. Maybe they are just a fucking top athlete. Just
1: completely natural beasts like the liver king.
0: Oh, don't fucking... Oh, God. <laughs> I was on like a big serious rant there, all full steam yeah. ahead, and you come in and just derail it by going, the liver king. Are you saying he's not a uh, natural? Right. Google <laughs> the liver... If you don't know who that is, Google him. Um, And then get back to us because fuck me, that guy (laughs) is an absolute weapon. Literally, I mean, he's
1: holding a spear in the picture I'm looking at here. Yeah.
0: uh, (laughs) uh, Going back to CrossFit anyway. um, I also watched an interview uh, with former CrossFit Games athlete, uh, Matt Frazier. So, you know, he won it five times in a row. So he, he holds that record so far. And what he said was he said we'd actually be surprised at the people taking it. And he said it's basically those on the fringes the ones who are basically so if you're sort of you know at a level where you're already at the semi-finals as it's called now I think I don't know they fucking trade every year and you want to get to that top level apparently it's those type of guys who seem to be taking it because they they struggle to get to that next level which is actually quite interesting if you think about it like because you'd assume it's the top guys wouldn't you the ones at the very top
1: you would assume that but as you just said you know it doesn't automatically mean a win I mean there are some people that they're just naturally beasts not only that, but obviously steroids or PEDs in general make a massive impact. However, doesn't yeah, it doesn't mean an automatic win. I mean, especially if your training is still shit. You know. I mean, if you're on all the gear in the world, but you're taking you're you're training for a specific event, however your training entails like doing it where the fuck Dr. Joel Seaman is, you know, tailoring for you, versus the guy who trains natural. But he trains for specificity, specificity, sorry, for a properly tailored or regulated program with proper periodization, then the Natty's probably going to come out on top. My money's on the Natty. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Mm, that's a good point. Yeah. More about CrossFit. Basically, we'll we're go we're a bit for CrossFit segment there because it is, CrossFit does get hammered a lot when it comes to drugs, right? So, and there's another reason for that, and that is because they use, oh, sorry, they don't use a third party for their drug testing. So, most sports like the Olympics, they'll use like, was it Wada? Is that who they use, isn't it? A lot of sports we use them. You're a the CrossFitter. <laughs> no, not, I'm not saying other sports do. They use that water, don't they? Instead of, like, we say, saying CrossFit doesn't. They use themselves. So they do the test themselves. So that, that the argument for that is, one, is they're a fairly new sport. So they haven't really got the clout to be doing anything that big yet. Another one. So this is, here you go, bear with me for this one. This is, a, this is quite a bit of a conspiracy here. Tom, am taking over on the conspiracy duties. So it's another argument is because they control it, they control um, – Release of results, so they they can decide whether they release the results of people who have failed or you know people who have tested. And basically, critics have said that they should allow third parties to release this data. Um, and there's a conspiracy on this is that they can control the brand because there's a lot of people in the brand who, if they were to come out and say they they failed a drug test, it would destroy CrossFit. Right. So one of them is this is, right. Barely enough, really, quote out here. So this one. If Rich Froning ever tested positive for ped use, it would most certainly hurt the CrossFit game's reputation. The idea of Froning being CrossFit's golden boy has led many internet warriors to provide heresy that Froning has to be on steroids. There's no way somebody could train as much as he does and perform the way he does without the use of performance-enhancing drugs. I've also read things from people who believe it's the reason he's no longer competing as an individual that somehow he tested positive and rather than CrossFit announce it, they gave him the opportunity to compete in the team competition instead. FYI, there's no evidence of this at all. There's no proof of this, it's basically made up. There's nothing that says this is true, but it's quite an interesting conspiracy. To be honest with you, like CrossFit kind of does
1: a good job of like damaging its own reputation sometimes. I don't think the 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 sudden breaking news of you know their top tier athletes being on pads would you know suddenly turn crossfit on its head, I mean to be honest with you, I'm one of those people where I do believe those that are more towards the top tend to kind of yeah be on something especially when it's in such an aggressively competitive you know sport, but that's just my opinion. Once again, I'm not saying that you can't be an absolute beast at something being natural or beat those that are on gear. However, especially something like CrossFit where you need to recover quickly, oh, I don't know.
0: You know what I'd say though, Tom, carry back to that, is that I think from an outside perspective when they look at CrossFit, they look at all the volume they do. They go, yeah, oh, they must be on drugs, they must be on drugs. But we spoke about this loads of times before, Tom, is that the body adapts really well. If you yeah, are training. if you are training really well, you've got a great coaching team, and you, you can adapt to the volume these guys are doing. There's no reason why your body can't adapt to the amount of training they're doing over time. Is that common in CrossFit, though? Good programming? Primal Apex from Train Primal is fucking incredibly effective. <laughs> but no, um, Fair enough. There you go. Little plug. There are obviously, there are issues with that. I mean, this is, this is why a lot of people can't get to the top because it is very, very difficult, I imagine, to be able to adapt to that volume without being consistent. Because a lot of people struggle with consistency. It's very hard to, if you've got a full time job and you've got a family to do this, you've got all these other commitments, it's very hard to consistently train for the amount that these guys do. A, to be to be able to adapt to it otherwise you just get injuries or you're going to get fucking you know you're always going to be in shit states you can't do as much but I think to just blame it all on drugs is a bit maybe a bit what's the word for it a bit shock factor almost like oh they must be on drugs because they train so much and they fucking they oh yeah it's kind of like, hard, like you know? the
1: lowest handling fruit isn't it just go oh it's gear
0: obviously is it and I think because it's a new sport as well they get a little more stick as well but every sport yeah. like, fucking rush has been banned from the fucking Olympics for God's sake
1: yeah Jesus Christ <laughs> Oh, to be f- to be fair, even though they've been banned, they are still competing just under a different name.
0: The Russian Fed- what it what's it called? The Fed- Federation it, or
1: something? Y- yeah, the Soviet Union. I oh, have they've just gone back to being the Soviet Union. Now. <laughs> they've just gone rogue. Up in
0: Ukraine, mate, fucking wouldn't surprise me. Soviet Olympia. I know, uh, but if you are listening to this and you've got any thoughts on the, the whole CrossFit thing, let me know your thoughts because it is an interesting one. Um, I've, I've obviously said my piece, but it is a, it's a bit of a, it, It's difficult because. They are absolute animals, and there are more and more people coming out. And the fact that CrossFit does doesn't use a third party tester does ring alarm bells to some people. But I don't know.
1: It is to be honest with you, it is quite concerning. And it is I think sport that- I
0: think CrossFit aside, because CrossFit is, I think CrossFit itself is a low hanging fruit as a sport because it's a new sport. It's a bit fucking quirky. Oh, it's yeah. a low hanging fruit. But every look at all the other sports out there, every fucking sport's rife of it. Oh god, yeah.
1: Oh no, a hundred percent, a hundred percent nothing's escaping peds for god's sake (laughs) recreational or professional
0: is it all sunshine and rainbows though because we've said how people are using it to get to the top so well me and tom we discussed a theory off air basically uh, regarding injury risk in that muscle adapts quicker than the tendons Uh, there's a few papers on this uh, which will all be down in the show notes if you're interested and i actually read something that referenced american nfl players so they basically came to the conclusion of damage may stem from their cartilage adapting slowly or not enough to the increased muscle growth and force generated by the drugs or from the greater mass of stress exerted on their ligaments and cartilage according to according to that study so that was really I mean I know you found one as well but that was um
1: yeah that that was a uh, pretty interesting cuz yeah obviously we were speaking about it earlier but it's something that I've kind of juggled with for years and that is that so we get skeletal muscle. Then we also get the connective tissue, which is... So when I say skeletal muscle, it's like the, the... If you flex your bicep, it's the big pump bit you get, basically. The big juicy bit you want to squeeze. And obviously you get your connective tissue, such as like stuff like tendons and ligaments, which attach bone to bone or muscle to bone. And yeah, my biggest concern was with steroids, muscle can adapt rapid. So as I said, myosin, actin, the fibres, they you gain loads quick. However, when it comes to things like ligaments and tendons, do they tend to kind of drop down into third place? Do you know what I mean? So even though like you can generate falls to pick up heavy loads, your tendons and ligaments might not be able to actually withstand it as much.
0: Yeah, because without yeah. without the drugs, obviously, the adaptation is a bit more like parallel with each other. It's not like, it's not yeah. like racing ahead, is it? It's normally together, so you, you're adapting sort of you know, as a pair. And it's
1: just... Uh, I'm not a hundred percent convinced on it yet. However, it is concerning whether, like maybe, the tendons and ligaments struggle to catch up with the actual strength of the belly of the muscle.
0: I think we need to see some more on this because I said I've seen a f- there's a few papers on it which I've linked. And that NFL one was interesting because NFL quite a you know quite a physical you know arduous sport almost, and that's where they came to that conclusion. We'll have to see more on that anyway,
1: especially in a sport like that where you know drugs are rife.
0: <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, size the because uh, yeah. Another good point as well, uh, a listener Evan made was that uh, something I think I touched on earlier was if we open the doors in sports, we are basically encouraging athletes to cause potentially fatal damage to their health in order to achieve success at top level. Uh, and that's something we mentioned earlier, saying if you do just open up the doors, yes, you might be like, okay, the level the, it's a level playing field. But as we said, it probably isn't going to be a level playing field because of, you know, um, the environment and where you're from, basically. But also you're then leading people, maybe chasing the dream by putting their health at risk.
1: But then, because it could then be regulated, it might even be safer. It's 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 an argument that can constantly go back and forth, and I don't think at the moment we can safely say there's a right answer to it. Yeah, it's,
0: I, have uh, not. I have no idea, mate. To be honest, this entire episode is a bit of a fucking minefield because it's so difficult to wrap it's your difficult. head around.
1: Like, it is difficult because obviously there's like ethics as well as you know general health and safety as well.
0: It's, one, it's one of, I think it's one we're always going to keep an eye on. Will we talk about it again in the future? Who knows? But I think for now, a conclusion just on sports in general, will it ever go away? I don't think so because there's always going to be people chasing victory, in it, to put, put it simply. And if there's something out there which can get you to that next level, you people will find a way of getting into their system without being found. And even if they make things legal, there'll be something else which is illegal, which people will then take instead.
1: I mean, my my thoughts, I'm going to pretty much sum it up. Uh, well, I'll repeat what I said earlier, and that is, currently, I wouldn't suggest it, mainly because, one, it's illegal, so I fucking have to, by law. <laughs> but, two, also, it's, it's not well regulated. It's not regulated. You don't know what you're getting 100%. Yeah. Shit risk, situation. Risk
0: versus reward.
1: And I'm not going to say anything else. Ethically about steroids in that term.
0: (laughs) Please go and see a doctor. Yeah, please see a doctor. Yeah, I don't know what they'll do for you, but I just don't want to. We're not. We're not responsible for anything that happens after this podcast. (laughs)
1: Yeah, a proper doctor as well. Not like that might be the nickname of your, uh, you know, your dealer.
0: Doctor Dodgy Dave.
1: Yeah, Doctor Dave or Doctor swole and Swolio Banderas. I don't know. Uh before we uh, end things, Bill, I have to quickly mention this paper because this is like the gold – I'll very quickly sum it up.
0: Oh, yeah, go on. Yeah. But it is important because me.
1: this is like the gold standard of steroids. It's just such a well-conducted steroid, and it actually upsets a lot of people as well, and I'll go into that more. So this is a paper from not in 1996 by Basin, and yeah, this is like the – whenever you see an article on steroids, this is the one that tends to pop up. And it's awesome because they basically put people – well. One of the groups, they put them on well, two of the groups actually, they put them onto to testosterone. But there was four groups in total. So a lot of groups. It's not just a simple, oh, this guy had a placebo and this guy had steroids. Four groups, right? So one of the groups, they didn't exercise, but they were given a placebo saying it was steroids. So no exercise and a placebo. Another group, no exercise, but actually given testosterone. So given steroids. Another group, a placebo and exercise. So natty trainers, just like your average Tom Dick and Harry. The other group, testosterone and exercise. Now, you know, spoiler alert: the group that you know took testosterone and performed exercise. There's put like a ten a ten week resistance program. They obviously made the most strength gains. No. Yeah obviously fucking hell (laughs) now the placebo group that did no exercise they didn't make really any strength gains believe it or not I I wouldn't have thought so (laughs) yep they didn't uh, gain any muscle either Uh, the natty trainers who were you know given a placebo but trained natty they gained strength and they gained muscle nowhere near as much as the group that was on PEDS but this is where it gets really really fascinating it's what actually pisses a lot of people off and once again I'll go more into that in a bit the group that was given placebos, no, sorry, tell a lie. The group that was given steroids but took part in no exercise, they still gained a considerable amount of strength and muscle. Wow. In fact, the group that did absolutely fuck all this, sat on the sofa and were given steroids, in some cases actually grew more muscle than the guys that took placebos but trained naturally. <laughs> So the guys that would just cut potatoes <laughs> so and give steroids, they, they, actually, possible? they actually gained muscle more than the people that was actually
0: training. Is that just from them doing basic tasks around the house and stuff or what?
1: Mate, picking up the kettle to make a cup of tea, I'm assuming. Wow. But the thing is, the reason why it upsets a lot of people, it's it's mostly amongst steroid users that I see get upset about this. I know why. Now, know. the thing is, this study, we're not saying that, oh, steroids mean you don't have to work. You still have to put your work in. But compared to someone that is training naturally, steroids can still make a massive difference, at least in the sense of, you know, muscle growth, in the sense of muscle growth and fat free mass, you know. But steroid users kind of get a bit upset about this paper sometimes. They say, oh, you're trying to say that like there's no effort whatsoever. And it's,
0: that's, that's not the case. Well, do you know why, Thomas? Because the, the argument that people always make, like especially like bodybuilding community, fucking probably going to get attacked by them now, is that, oh, you know we might be taking roids but we we still we still have to fucking work hard you still have to put loads of graft in to get the results and th- this paper obviously kind of says well you don't have to do that much
1: i mean it is I-, I do hear a lot of comments on this and a lot of it is just pure fucking cope to be honest with you where people are saying oh well it's not even it's not even muscle mass it could be it could be water retention that they're measuring it's like well, look yeah fat free mass could mean more than just simply muscle it can mean you know water you know, it can actually mean tendons and ligaments as well. They? that all classes as lean mass, but then they, they did measure the triceps, they measured the quadriceps. You know, and yeah, they were bigger in the group that uh, just sat at home taking, you know, tren compared to the group that actually exercised on placebo. But yeah, that's a fantastic uh, paper.
0: Well, we just ended the uh, episode, basically, we sort of ended it with, you shouldn't be taking it, go to your doctor with, actually take it and do nothing and you'll still get fucking massive. <laughs> Brilliant.
1: <laughs> yeah, pretty cool Fuck paper. Sake. I mean, it's shocking, but yeah, it's pretty yeah. cool. I definitely recommend you guys uh, look at it in the show notes because that's, yeah, free access. That paper it has been since 96.
0: Awesome. Uh, <laughs> Good year, that, 96. Disclaimer, this, this that paper is not a... Um, it's not a free, you know, it's not a whole pass to go get off your fucking head on trend. It's not.
1: A lot cheaper in the 90s, I think. <laughs>
0: oh. let, let us know your thoughts, guys, because obviously this is quite a controversial one. Obviously, me and Tom aren't exactly experts in the world of um, ped usage. Uh, fuck's sake. <laughs> uh, so if you've got some th- extra thoughts on that, you know, get in touch. Let us know. Uh, our details are down in the show notes. But um, yeah, we'll we'll see you uh, next week. So next week, we're actually doing a, I think we're doing a chat of PTs, aren't we? I don't know. You tell me. Well, I think we're going to chat with
1: PTs. you a dictator.
0: Well. Oh, don't start this again. Fucking dictator. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think I think we've got to chat with PTs. But then we've got... Uh, we'll have another episode of the supplement series. And I think then we've got our Christmas special coming up soon. But the next one, we're actually, on the calendar, we're talking about turmeric and probiotics in the next episode of Chat oh, uh, Chat Supplements. Very shamanic. Which would be Yeah, very shamanic. Uh, but the actual calendar-wise, next week we'll be chatting PTs. And then if I look at my little calendar down here, bear with me, guys uh what we've then got yeah so i think yeah we've got a couple more a few more episodes to go and then we're going to be doing our christmas special so yeah that'll be looking forward to that
1: god that's come up fast
0: That's come up fast but yeah if you, where if you, it get, gone? If you do want to get involved with that christmas special you know where to go patreon.com slash csgf podcast uh and yeah been a pleasure as always and uh we'll um speak to you again very soon See you later. As always, thanks for listening. If you are enjoying our content, be sure to check out our Patreon, links down in the show notes below, as you can get more great content from us, including behind the scenes, monthly Q&As, live podcasts, and much more. Plus, you get to support the running of the podcast, which, yeah, honestly helps us out loads. So, yeah, hopefully we'll be chatting to you over there soon. We will see you next week, same time, same place, for a brand new episode. See you soon.